What's up, everybody? Zach here with the Nerd Cave News. I am one of your hosts. I'm joined along with the Queen Bee of the Mean Girls at School. She can tear you down faster than you can say lip gloss and scrunchies. It's Chanel Faraday. Hey, girl. How you doing? (laughs) Doing good, boo. Doing good. (laughs) Chanel, how are you doing tonight? I am fantabulous. How are you? I'm doing excellent. You know what? I wasn't even recording any of that. No, no, no. I'll pull it. I'll pull it from the 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 Twitch the Twitchies. You know, it'll, okay. be, it'll be all good. It'll be all good. Want- <laughs> yeah, it's all work. It all works out, guys. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It all works we do out it live. Man. Yeah, we do it live. We do it live, guys. So Chanel. Yes. You you had an excursion. You went to Atlanta, and you went oh, yeah. and watched a, f- a football game. How 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 was that? If if you can call it that, uh, uh, the bloodbath, like beat down, <laughs> the bloodbath that that it was. It was like I feel I feel for my buddy Matt. That was his first live Oregon game, and what an impression to get. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean the game itself was fun. Like all the fans around us, even like the Georgia fans, like were they were all we got along all of them. There was a family that sat in front of us. He asked, you know, he saw because I. I was neutral. I wore Green Bay shirt because I don't have anything Oregon, but I figured, all right, I'll support my buddy and wear at least yeah. the colors. Um, he was in Oregon, so he's like, y'all are from? And we're like, no, we're from Alabama. And he just gave us a look like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, he saw me, like, he saw me, uh, he asked, him, was like, so why are you wearing Oregon? And, you know, he explained how he became a fan and whatnot. And then he looks at me, he's like, and you, you've got a Green Bay shirt on. You don't even like, and I said, I'm just confused. I've got the Georgia G, but the Oregon colors, it's all right. I, I'm, I'm neutral. <laughs> Well, Chanel, we all know you're confused. I mean, that's 90% of the time, honestly. Yeah, especially when you're in hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Now, have you been playing anything, Chanel? Like, I know we've got our game club and everything. Have you been playing anything else uh, other than game club? I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't had time to play anything. Like, I know um, I I did download Rumbleverse, but I haven't Mm -hmm. even touched it yet because, like, if I say I've been tired, boss. Like the, this cash off is wearing me out. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Um, played a little bit of Rumbleverse Monday on stream, and dude, duos is so much harder than like solo. Like solo, really? I can get in the top three. Duos, like the best we, me and Brandon did, and Brandon was carrying like hardcore. Uh, and it was his first time playing, but he was carrying. I was getting, I was trash. Yeah. Uh, we got in like the f- top four. I think that was the best one did, okay. but you know, it, it was so much harder because like you can actually like revive and everything. So you have yeah. to like, you have to really plan it out. You have to really plan uh-huh. it out when you're going to push all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Rumble versus fun. So, so it's like, it's like any other battle Royale. Yeah. But you wouldn't like it. It's like this, like it's hidden. You know what I mean? It's okay. like, it, it's, it's all like, it's, it's like the packaging doesn't make it's like, oh, this is fun with just like wrestling and everything. And then like you start playing, it's like, no, you have to actually like strategize and play like a battle royale. Like it's not just okay. you, you know. So but yeah, I, I enjoyed it and then um played the Halo event that's going on right now. It's called I did see you play that Monday. Yeah. The yapping and um big team battle is always hectic. To begin yeah. with, but when you add in uh, Fiesta, where you spawn with a different weapon every time, or mm-hmm. it's rockets and skewers, or it's just okay. sniper rifles, uh, it gets it gets real crazy real fast. Uh, so you know, is it something that I I, wa- I want to play? No, but there's something that I want out of this event. So yeah. I've got literally like three more. Um, things that i need to get and i'm done with it so not bad not bad yeah that's that's what i've been playing i did a uh, crank up lawnmower simulator but i didn't play any and they crank it I've up also at least been looking at the simulator games you know i used to i'm gonna be honest with you completely 100 candid used to bash when farming simulator oh, yeah. came out and i'm just like especially when farmers would come in and be like yeah let me get this game i'm like you do this for a living why would you want to play what you do 
Um, but now after playing Power Wash Simulator and looking at Launch Simulator, because that's another intriguing one, I'm mm. like, I understand because while it is like a prop, especially Power Wash Simulator is very tedious with all the yeah. little spots you have to clean. I get it. It is mm. relaxing. It is mindless. Just not depravity but mindless fun enjoyment it's just like yeah simple you know what your objective is it may get, take you a few minutes to get there but you're good it's satisfying as well like it you're not having to worry about you know a story you can have a podcast you can have something else going while you're yeah. doing it you know and it's just you, you know you can get a buddy with you and doing it if you've already beaten the level you can get like a bunch yeah. of people on there it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun yeah but but Chanel, we're not here to talk about Power Simulator because tonight, if you don't know, this is the Nerd Cave News where each and every week we run you through all the video game news that you need to know. You can watch us live over on twitch.tv slash nerdcavenetwork or on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Time, or you can watch the show later on youtube.com slash nerdcavenetwork. Make sure to hit the follow and subscribe button so you don't miss out on anything. I like it somewhere people can see the video and check us out over on TikTok. The TikTok Nerd Cave Network. We're putting out content every day, every day. Like I went from once a day. We we went double the last two days. Yeah, we went double I the get last the notifications. two days. Yeah, I'm I'm tagging old Chanel. I'm like, <laughs> hey, Chanel's in here. Chanel's in here talking about it. And you can get a podcast version of the show on all the podcast services around. Uh, the globe make sure you leave us a five-star review or we'll find you and we will hurt you we will hurt you i got my claws ready yeah but you know what doesn't hurt derek our wonderful patrons they don't hurt at all they don't hurt at all but you can become part of the ship part of the exclusive crew by going over to patreon.com slash nerd cave just like our wonderful crew members the first mate brandon hicks the helmsman the conductor our gunners daniel sanford sanford not sanford i put like a t in there daniel sanford <laughs> rushing water yoga marilyn james Brittany, the granny b harrison and our deckhand martin sager and guys if you want to support the nerd cave and get you some awesome games at the same time you want to get them v bucks you want to get them brawler bucks you want to get that uh remastered spider-man you want to do all of that, you can go over to the Epic Games Store and use our creator code NerdCave at checkout. And all of these things help. The free stuff, like if you go and you get all the free things, it still helps. It's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy how all that works out. But use our creator code, get your V-Bucks, get your Sony games on Epic Games Store and use our creator code and be epic. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Epic, God of War 2018 is our September game club. We're wrapping up God of War this month and mm -hmm. in anticipation of God of War Ragnarok, which we've got some news to talk about tonight on. Uh, we've been playing God of War 2018. Derek said he hadn't been able to play. You, you want to know a secret, Derek? Yeah. I haven't played it since the first time I turned it on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, no, how about this? I did play it Sunday when, when I got home. Okay. But you were you just asked if I had played anything else except uh, other than our okay. game club. Yeah, yeah, yeah true, so. true. So, but yeah, so I did play that Sunday. Haven't put, that's the only day I've played it this week, but I have played it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like my PlayStation Five is literally sitting in the living room right now, and I yeah. just haven't, I just haven't, hadn't had the time. You know what I mean? I feel it's like you. It's I, like trust me, I understand. Yeah, it's like get done with everything, and it's like I'm just gonna. Just gonna relax. I'm gonna watch some TV. You're gonna hang out with Amy. Gonna watch some Gilmore Girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, Chanel, you ever watch Gilmore Girls? No, I've seen a lot of previews. Never watched it. It's a good show. It's it's a lot more complex than people like want want to give it. Gilmore Girls, the October Game Club of the month. Yeah. <laughs> people are like that's not, it's not a, even game. a game. It's not a game. Which will announce October's game, which I'm pretty sure is going to be uh, Plague Tale Requiem, but uh, you know. I don't know. See, I don't know because that wor it worked. Well, we'll get into it later, but it worries me because it's middle of the month and mm. then it's like literally two weeks until mm. God of War after that. And I'm yeah. Like, I don't want anything to hinder, yeah. hinder me. 
Yeah, I don't I don't want to have no shackles, you know. I don't want no strings exactly. to hold me down. <laughs> Speaking of strings that hold us down, the Division Heartland info spills on Ubisoft's store ahead of the Ubisoft forward. What? You mean info spills before a Ubisoft event? No, that never happens. Um, according to the store page, Heartland is billed as a, quote, free-to-play survival action multiplayer shooter set in small-town Middle America. Players can expect, quote, massive PvEVP 45-player battles where, where you'll go up against a group of dangerous rogue agents and aggressive faction known as the Vultures while surviving a lethal virus. Complete PvE missions, gather gear, activate alerts, and prep the battlefield in excursion operations. Play as one of six agents and select between three classes each match with all their own perks and skills. So to me, this feels like this is the first game because we, we know we talked about mm -hmm. it, I don't think last week, but a few weeks ago, they canceled the Tom Clancy free-to-play game that they were yep. working on, and they're still doing Division. Um, I'm always about some Division, but this tells me that they're going more of a Battle Royale. Now, this were, uh, you remember Dying Light 1 did mm -hmm. a Battle Royale where it was like player versus player versus the zombies, and it was like you had to extract a portion of the vi antivirus yep, and then yep. get away with it. This feels like they're doing the same thing, especially when it's like rogue agents and aggressive faction known as the Vultures. It's and a lethal virus. So I don't know mm. which one is the E, you know, type, you know, if it's the agent. Well, I would assume it'd be the vultures. And then the rogue agents are the P, uh, one of the players. So yeah. it, this feels like it's taking some battle royale, but mixing kind of like the idea of dying like one head to me. Yeah, it definitely does sound like that, you know, for like anything with Ubisoft that is online based and everything. Like I know. Uh, a lot of people like Siege, Extraction didn't hold water. Uh, For Honor kind of like got a second win and then got really popular for a while. Mm -hmm. It just feels like their online side of things is weak because they don't have the longevity. So yeah. this coming out, like I, the, I remember this being free to play and everything. Like I think we'll have a good start to it, but let's see what six months down the road is, you know, do they actually stick to their roadmap or do they just say, Hey, we got a graphic. And then uh, when it's inconvenient, we're going to throw the graphic away. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody else does. Um, but, you know, having six agents to pick through very siege, like, you know, having different operators yeah. and everything. So, you know, we'll, we'll time will tell time will yeah. tell, but um, yeah, like I, I'm not holding my breath for heartland, you know, I, I just, once and, I see gameplay, I'll have a better understanding of whether I'm going to... It's a free-to-play, mm -hmm. so I might give it a shot anyway, but it'll it'll tell me... Once I see actual gameplay, it'll tell me whether it'll be worth my time or not. Yep, yep. But you know what will be worth our time, Derek? What is that? To catch it's, them all? To catch them all. And there's three stories, apparently, uh, that is revealed in the new trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. And we're going to take a look at this... Uh, this bad boy and uh see how it is do you have the trailer uh, yeah, hold on. yeah so okay uh, and then let me preface it before you press play they they don't go into detail like they give some like like text but it's you can't read it fast enough so there's a i have an article that i'll read that'll go more in depth about what you're going to see here in this three minute video okay awesome all right here we go guys There's the three branching stories. Starfall. We're going to face... Starfall Street. The Ginyu Force? Yeah, right. Team Star. Uh, obviously, this is the Team Rocket of the this yeah. entry. That's interesting. Mechanic. Whoa. I want that bus. Yeah. Like something out of Mad Max. Yeah. Mella. And she's got a turtle. She's 
Well, she's it's got so the high, she's got the high ground. That's unfair. Right. Path of Legends. I'm sure this is one of the side stories. Oh God! Uh, Big boy. The crab feeder, am I right? Right. Man, you got like, you hadn't even leveled up. And then of course, here's the story we all know from yeah. Pokemon games. What is what? What? Okay. Is this like the Orange Islands? Brassius. Danada. More like gaseous. Shush. <laughs> here's the new mechanic. Yeah. So weird that you're riding the legendaries like it just i don't know well there's like a non-legendary that you can ride as well yeah mega man all right All right. Okay. November 18th. All right, Derek, I know you got a, a little thing you want to read on it. Yeah. So revealed in a new trailer and explained more on the Pokemon website, the three quest lines are grouped by a single prompt. You're attending a school in the new Paldia region and have been handed a special independent study project with the, with the theme, quote, a treasure hunt. You can find that treasure through three different quest lines, which can be taken on in any order. Victory Road is the most familiar of the three, challenging, challenging you to defeat the leaders of eight Pokemon gyms, then pass, quote, the champion assessment at Pokemon League headquarters. However, you'll also need to compete, complete unique gym tests to get to those battles. The one we see involves collecting Sunflora hidden around the area. Starfall Street is Scarlet and Violet's space to introduce a villainous group, in, the, in this case, Team Star. Made up of rebellious students from your school, each squad is led by its own boss, each with their own base scattered across the Paldea region. You'll be heading into bases where Team Star will send a, quote, relentless barrage of Pokemon to get in your way, asking you to defeat a set number within a time limit. Complete that, and you'll need to take on boss riding, their own custom Starmobile, um, which needs to be defeated alongside their squads of Pokemon. Finally, the third story strand is the Path of Legends. A story set around collecting Herba Mystica, rare ingredients which are said to immediately restore health once eaten. You'll be accompanying a new character, Arvin, to collect the Herba and battling the Titan Pokemon that guard them. In the trailer, we meet Cloth, an enormous crab-like Pokemon. So, this to me, they are going more like, we've seen in past entries that they've gone more in-depth with RPG elements. Mm -hmm. Now they're taking more of a cue from like open world games a la like Ubisoft, especially with Team Star, because yes, while like like just Team Rocket's the most famous one, right? We've seen them like pop up through instances throughout the yeah. story and you have to battle the trainers and do the story missions or whatnot. We've mm. never seen something like do like have their own bases a la like a Far Cry and then, you know, they... This this is more of like a Mad Max where you go to the bases and then you have a boss that you defeated in the Mad Max game before you claimed um, the base itself. So they're taking a, a page from that. And then the you, the only thing that worries me is that first excerpt with Victory Road where it's like before you ha however you have to complete unique gym tests to get to those battles. This yeah. is like oh you'll have the traditional battle, but before that you have to have this Orange Island test you know to earn it. 
Yeah, and like I know for most of um every like gym, you know, has like a path you you know it's got a puzzle system that you got to figure out and all of that so i'm yeah. wondering if it, that is like their puzzle system for the gyms Maybe. um but that would be the only thing that i could see i'm glad that they're doing more than just okay you're going to catch them all uh like rcs was or you know it's the same thing where you're going through the gyms like i'm glad that they've added two different paths you know that yeah. you can do on top of catching them all and getting you know the gems and everything mm -hmm. so i'm glad that they're listening um you know with all of that there's a lot of new pokemon a lot of new things uh new game mechanics um uh, so you know november 18th will be here we'll see how uh this one fares like i like for me like i'm not like super like i want to play this one you know what i mean like arceus like i was more excited for and yeah I didn't. I, I spent a little bit of time with it, but I need to get back to it and everything. Uh, but I wanted to bring Cody's comment real quick. Uh, up, he said, "Man, I can tell I'm old now. Watching that trailer, I'm excited to see the dialogue text looks to be large enough to read easily." <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. Um, you know, and the other thing is like, it seems like they're replacing because in uh, what was it, Sword and Shield? They replaced uh, the raid mechanic, or was it uh, plat the Diamond and Pearl remakes from last year? They remade, or they, you know, they had the little raid ones where they had like the mm. mega evolutions. Yep. Um, and, and it seems like the bases are going to take over raids and they're going to make the villain. Because I don't know, I never played Sword and Shield, so I don't know how prominent the villains were. So they're, tr I think they're trying to make them relevant again. Mm -hmm. But now I worry if it's going to be oversaturated, where it's like, all right. You know, we're going to throw all these different bosses at you and they're not going to have significant value other than just beating them. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, if you can, quote unquote, complete the game without touching one of the stories yeah. or two of the stories. You know what I mean? Like, you could yeah. just go do the gyms and not touch either of the other two or just do the Team Star stuff. You know, that's my, my uh, question. Yeah, well, and in the and it's now granted we're probably looking too deep into this, but in the beginning of it, it's like, uh, in the three quest lines are grouped by a single prompt, like a, a treasure hunt. You can find that treasure through three different quest lines. Doesn't say it'll, like mm. if all three are involved in this treasure hunt, or you can solve, you can discover the treasure hunt through any one of them. I don't, I don't know. Like mm. maybe I'm just looking too into it and overthinking it, but. It seems like you may not have to complete all three in order to get the answer. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it won't be like, okay, well, you chose one of them and that's the one you're going to stick with. You have to stick with to do this or whatever. Hopefully yeah. you'll be able to do all three if you want to do all three. Like be able to get the most out of the game as possible. And yeah. speaking of getting the most out of the game and something that was yeah. very disappointing when I read this because I was really hoping, hoping that that would be a feature of this game. Hogwarts Legacy won't feature playable Quidditch. Boo. Uh, Quidditch's absence from Hogwarts Legacy has been confirmed on the game's official FAQ page. Fortunately, Hogwarts Legacy will still feature a ton of flying on brooms to give you that feeling of soaring through the sky. Quote, Quidditch is not playable on Hogwarts Legacy, the official FAQ reads. However, broom flight for traversal and broom race challenges are part of the game. Players can also fly brooms to explore new and familiar locations surrounding Hogwarts Castle. Playable Quidditch has been a thing in the past, and the sport has even had its own game in the Quidditch World Cup. The rest of the FAQ is well worth a read, as it gives a pretty in-depth breakdown of what fans can expect from Hogwarts Legacy when it's released on February 10th, including how much of Hogwarts players can explore, what kinds of classes they can take, and how leveling up works, and more. Um, so yeah, when I read this, I was kind of like you, I was kind of upset about it, you know, downtrodden, but I'm just like... I mean, they're not taking out broom flying completely, yeah. but it's like, if you're going to have races, just go ahead and do Quidditch. Yeah, exactly. Like, put that in there. That's a big part of being a student at Hogwarts. Um, you know. It's iconic with Harry Potter. Like, not even the school, just P Harry Potter, period. Yeah. Yeah, we might as well just be at Pig Farts instead of Hogwarts. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, one I thing that I thought was cool uh, that's a shout out for anyone that knows what pig farts is, um, that you can pick what house you want. Uh, yes. so you're not tied to like whatever the, 
the sorting hat does and you can do it like through Pottermore and everything. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thought it was pretty interesting. But you know what time it is, Derek? It's time for that PlayStation news. Give it to me. PS5 system update is out now, adds 1440p support and new social features. So in addition to the 1440p HDMI video output, the PS5 system update also brings with it game lists and social features such as the ability to request a share screen from a party member. You can also now easily view friends' profiles and receive notifications to help you join a friend's game. Elsewhere, Sony has also rolled out the ability to search for YouTube content via voice command. Uh, You simply say, hey PlayStation, find keyword on YouTube from anywhere on the PS5, even during gameplay. Users can also compare 3D audio and stereo audio on the same screen more easily. Later this month, we will also see a number of new features come to the PlayStation app on iOS iOS and Android, chief among which includes the ability to launch a PS remote play session using the app. In addition, the request share screen seen on PS5 is also coming to the PS app. I'm glad that they're continuing... uh support for the playstation app the update that we got you know several months ago uh was significantly better yes man the playstation app before that was trash um (laughs) and having remote play brought into that as well like i i want to say remote play was already in there or it was a separate app i can't remember uh fully and everything but yeah like i i want to see remote play like take a step forward like xcloud has um, I want to see that definitely put in there, but, you know, getting 1440p, getting the, the ability to, you know, because on all the PlayStation five controllers, there's an actual mic on there. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Cause I know like they had voice functionality on the PS4, but you had to have the camera and then you had to hold down. What was it? The L2 or R2 button to prompt yeah. the camera. You couldn't just say, hey, PlayStation, like every in a world where everywhere else is you just simply say voice, especially on the connect, like as as giant janky as that thing was like, you could still use voice mm-hmm. command. You don't have to press an extra button. Yeah. Dan says, you literally told my PS5 to open up YouTube while you were reading. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like the um, when the Xbox is like Xbox turn off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people watching through their Xbox literally got it turned off. Yeah, or using A L E X A uh, on things. Oh yeah, you know, I, I spell it because I don't want her uh, waking yeah. up on me and yelling at me <laughs> over here. And then you just hear a bunch of noise, like and she doesn't be quiet for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I, I don't see it in the quick hits and uh, the PlayStation quickies. It might be in the quick hits. I'm not sure. Um, PlayStation is putting out a new version of the the ps5 that's like a couple pounds lighter yeah i i saw that but i didn't see enough to i don't know yeah it was it was weird i saw it but i didn't know if that was just like pertaining to europe or if that was like everywhere yeah yeah i think it's the new model uh and everything which is interesting that they could shave off like a pound and a half (laughs) off of a console and everything hopefully you know Sony's pretty good about putting quality parts in there. So hopefully, you know, it's it's going to be quality. That's all, all right. I can think, uh, all I can talk about. But it's time, Derek. It's time. And I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready to, to uh, check in with our God of War Ragnarok clock. Let's do that. <laughs> we got 61 days, 5 hours, 20 minutes, and 55 seconds, guys. We are almost two months, under two months. I'm so mm. stoked. That's it's can't wait, guys. November 9th, November 9th, November 8th will have its day, you know what I mean? All this skull of bones people, they'll have and their Sonic day, frontiers, yeah. But then November 9th, boy, he's gonna be there, he's gonna be there, he's, he's, he's gonna be there, you know what I mean? Uh, so we're gonna watch two different trailers, uh, two different videos uh, for God of War. Uh, The first one is showing the new abilities that Kratos has in combat. Uh, These are pretty short and sweet uh, videos and everything, but I definitely wanted to take some time since these came out and, you know, 
we're yeah. super stoked for God of War here. So it's the Game Informer article this month or this this go around. So they they're gonna be dropping a ton of deets over the. I mean, my God of War might be definitely uh, like a mainstay of the PlayStation quickies for at least the next month. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's definitely coming out. You gotta get that five guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. all right so let's check out god of war ragnarok's combat uh this is with all the the new updates on combat so here we go mm-hmm. hello it's jay from game informer god hey jay are known for their expressive gritty action and ragnarok looks to be no different in fact two lead combat designers told me their process is inspired by i love that yeah play with your food wombo combo lives up to that philosophy grappling ledges whoa yeah that that that's amazing dude by stunning with arrows destroying oh my gosh yeah like in the last game one big change that's pretty easy to miss unless you're playing is the new ability mapped to the triangle button by holding or mashing triangle kratos activates his weapon's signature move Depending on whether he has a Leviathan Axe or Blades of Chaos equipped, Kratos can infuse his steel with ice or fire. These elemental moves, called Frost Awaken and Whiplash, do extra damage by freezing or incinerating enemies. Even though you're an unstoppable ball of rage, one designer <laughs> cautioned, Yeah. Play with all our food. Some food can heat us pretty easily, too. One more info about the new reptilian creatures called Grimms or some of the play styles you can experiment with? Go to GameInformer.com. Just the shattering. It was super yeah. dope. Be sure to stay tuned for more God of War videos. Like, I like the new traversal system. Yeah. That was one of the one of the big issues with God of War uh, for me was, like, having to have, you know, the chain drop down or, like, it, it, was, it was very slow and methodical yeah. in that side of things. Uh, but that is going to be fun because now Atreus is older. You know, he, yeah. he's he's not as young and everything. So that, that I think, that lends to the story as well. Uh, so the second trailer uh, video that we're going to look at is a look at um, Ragnarok's Svarfafafim. Lots of time. That one too. Uh, we're gonna look at some exclusive gameplay of it. Jay from Game Informer here. Hey Jay. Out of War 2018, we traversed Midgard and its massive Lake of the Nine, Alfheim, home to light and dark elves, Helheim, the underworld, alongside Jotunheim, the land of giants, and even Niflheim and Muspelheim, which pushed players' skills to the limit with combat trials. Sadly, Odin barred access to the remaining realms, but director Eric Williams told me we'll get to explore all nine in God of War Ragnarok, and that the ones we've Good. seen before will feel new again. Oh, I like that. Welcome to Svartalheim, a realm that is Svartalheim. Dwarven ingenuity. I'm talking <sighs> technical marvels like mine pits, those crows, water channels, and right. all setting the stage for potentially complex environmental puzzles. To navigate the new realm, we'll need to rely on Kratos' tool set, his weapons, and, yes, his son, Atreus. In Svartalheim, Kratos can freeze geysers by Leviathan Axe, dismantle pots with his Blades of Chaos, and command the boy to interact with out of reach. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to two level designers about Svartalheim's creation, and both talked about evolving the gameplay in larger spaces. The world and its mechanics reflect the narrative. In the reveal trailer, we watched Kratos and company use sled wolves to get from one far-off point to the next. But in less frozen areas, like Svartalheim, we'll row down streams or through open waters in a canoe. Perhaps there will be more transportation methods, but for now, all of this suggests a journey vaster and bolder than what came before. For more on the cover story, head to our hub at GameInformer.com slash G-O-W Ragnarok, or swing by our YouTube channel for more gameplay content. Mm, man, that, yeah. like, every, like... I, I'm at this point, I don't want to see anymore. You know what I mean? Like, no. I, don't, I don't want to see anymore. I just want, I just, I just want, you know, I, I want, the, want game. the game. Yep. I just want the game. Um, <laughs> so what did you take away from that, Derek? So 
they're not resting on the laurels. They're definitely making improvements where they see fit. Like the traversal was the biggest thing for me in the sense of like during combat. Now, mm-hmm. make sure the, the question is like you know give and take is like all right, we're giving you the ability to like you know zip around on a, like use your blades as like a as like a little like chain thing, chain swing, like spider web type thing. But now, how screwy are those enemies going to be with you that you have to jump around like you know all, all over the map like a you know a jackrabbit? yeah like using kind of like the grappling hook batman's grappling hook and everything um yeah like the the combat that they've added and everything which like you already had fire and ice with yeah those so it's not like like i know it's a it's a step up from just like basic attacks and everything so like that's not like oh my god they added something new like i know we talked about that last week that they added that but it was just like i was like okay like both of them already did that but now it's like a a souped up version a a hyper attack or whatever now it makes me makes you wonder it's like will they introduce because you know atreus got different elements throughout the the first game Mm -hmm. for puzzle solving are, is Kratos going to get some other elementals abilities besides ice and fire? Because you know they hid, they hid the blades, you know, really well in God of War. Like they basically mm-hmm. just said, "Oh, like it's a full reboot, just the axe. We're not going to really touch on anything." And yeah. then it's like blades, you know, midway through the game, and it's like, "All right, all right, what are you hiding now?" It's like, "What are you not telling us?" Because, um, you know, they did say in like going to the um, exploration trailer, like with the realms. You know, Spartelheim definitely looks like it looks very lived in. It looks a little bit more fleshed mm-hmm. out than some of the other realms that yeah. you had. Because not to say the other realms were empty, but they were just like it doesn't seem like you could interact or it didn't like seem as lively. And, yep. um, but Spartelheim definitely feels like even though you didn't see people, it's like all right, you know, stuff is going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the fact that we get to see all realms now. It kind it kind of makes me think now that you know. Not to say, because Asgard is included, if you look at the tables, and when we go back, because nah, I'm not going not gonna to get into this, mu- mu- I, don't know. I like that we're, we're getting all to the, like, all nine realms, but yeah. do you feel like they shouldn't have done six? Like, even though there were six that we went to, two of them, Muspelheim and Niflheim, felt like glorified challenge areas. Now, and they, and they said in the trailer that when we can go to those old ones and they'll have like new things to explore new thing new like stories yeah. to tell there so it's it's it'll be a fresh coat of paint it just won't be like oh we're just copying pasting and adding the three realms that you couldn't access but do you feel like we visited too many in the last game and they should have left a little bit more for this one no i i don't think so like having the challenge areas was great um you know i i enjoyed the challenge areas a lot i played a ton of those yeah um but with the others um like there's a story element that's in alfheim that didn't get solved we talked about this before on the first one so that'd be nice to see actually solved um you know what is the war between the light and the dark elves going on Mm -hmm. um and it being ragnarok set has a big uh, I think it's set. Um, that might be Egyptian mythology. Like, yeah. <laughs> but um, one of the uh, fire giants is a, has a huge part in uh, the destruction of uh, Asgard and everything. So, like, yeah. going back to uh, Mosfaheim and seeing that, and like interacting with him, like, would be awesome to see. Um, Helheim. I don't want to go back there. That place no. stinks. My God, like. You went there twice in the original game. And this is like, yeah. my Lord, please stop this. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, I th- I think, like, seeing what Ragnarok is doing to the various realms is important uh, for yeah. the story. So I, I think, you know, we're in for a treat. I think it's going to be a long game. You know what I yeah. mean? So that might be a three-month game. Just maybe. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But, um. Two two more takeaways I want to or I want to bring up real quick because mm-hmm. you said something you know like with the different realms and and like do you think they will because we saw Midgard mm-hmm. in the first reveal trailer you know it was the lake was frozen because yeah. Ragnarok was starting and you know you had to go on a sled instead of a boat do you think as the story progresses and Ragnarok increasingly gets worse that we will see all the realms change in some way to Ragnarok. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Because they're all connected uh, on the tree and everything. And I think like we will see major shifts in all of them. Like even at the end of uh, God of War one, like when it starts, like there's snow everywhere. Like that was not how it was. Um, So like, I think it's going to be far reaching. It's not just going to be Midgar. I think every place is going to have some sort of um, representation that Ragnarok is going on and everything. And then my other thing is like, because now, because, you know, in the original trilogy, we didn't really go to Olympus till God of War 3, and that was mm-hmm. the end of that original trilogy. Because they confirmed that we'll go to Asgard in this one. Now, yes, you know, Thor's going to be the main one of the main antagonists. We think the only one and main antagonist for this game. Do you think that, because Corey's talked about, hey, I don't want to spend as many, you know, as many entries in this mythology as I do. And they're kind of thrown around like the Assassin's Creed, you know, where they want to explore the other mythologies, not yeah, just yeah. Norse. Um, do you think that this will is more confirming to you that this will be the last entry in the Norse chapter of God of War? Sort of, um, you know, like they're going to have to it's either going to be really dense because the first one was super dense uh, and story and gameplay and all of that, uh, which I'm fine. I'm fine with like having a two part like series instead of a three part, as long as it's executed well and not rushed. Like I don't want to get halfway through the story and then things start feeling rushed uh, to be able to wrap it up all in one go. Um, Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of questions to be answered in this one. If mm-hmm. it is the last one in, uh, you know, if it's a duology instead of a trilogy, yeah. um, you know, like there, there's a lot to be discussed. What's going to happen after Ragnarok? How, you know, like is Kratos going to be going to another place? Uh, yeah. You know, maybe Egypt, you know, who, who knows where he's going to go from here. Yeah. Uh, but there's also questions with, you know, Atreus, Loki, uh, you know, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, how is that, you know, like that tapestry tells a lot of things. Yep. <laughs> a tapestry it tells a lot, a lot of things. a lot to be open and a lot to interpret, and then, and you don't know which is right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm really, really excited for all of these. I'm going to take Dan's comment before we get into the quickies. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, I'm looking forward to, to Mimir's stories, more Mimir's stories. And I would agree that it was one of my favorite things. And one of the saddest moments was when Mimir had no more stories for me when I was playing I God of War. I was just like, okay. But I was looking forward to these. Yeah, exactly. It was like every time I got in the boat, I was looking forward to, to more stories. But I know what y'all been all w- looking forward to, guys. I know what you've been waiting for. Yes. Are we skipping? Are we skipping that other article that I, or that other segment I put in there? Nani. What about others? Sony and Microsoft? Oh, I guess I got the an old copy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I added. I added. Go in ahead. Like an out. Go ahead anyway. and read it. Go ahead and read the the title. So we have some update regarding Call of Duty and Xbox and Sony. Xbox is the. I would say. Not the victim, but they definitely aren't the, you know, they, they're definitely not the instigator in this. So, we have some beef. Phil Spencer reportedly promised Jim Ryan that Call of Duty would remain on PlayStation for, quote, several more years past his current deal with Activision. In what seems to be another attempt to drill that point into the minds of players, a new report from The Verge reveals that Spencer wrote a letter to PlayStation boss Jim Ryan in which he promised that the global shooter franchise will remain on PlayStation for, quote, several more years past Sony's current deal with Activision. Quote, in January, we prov- we provided a single a signed agreement to Sony to guarantee Call of Duty on PlayStation with, w- with feature and content parity for at least several more years beyond the current Sony contract, an offer that goes well beyond typical gaming industry agreements. Now, Spencer doesn't elaborate what happens after those, quote, several years, which does ha- leave it open to debate as to whether or not it ever will become exclusive. However, we've got the Sony side to this. Jim Ryan calls Microsoft's offer to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation after its current deal expires, quote, inadequate on many levels. Now it looks like we have an answer as Jim Ryan and PlayStation provided a statement to GamesIndustry.biz revealing that Spencer promised Call of Duty would remain for three years after its current agreement. 
For Ryan, this is not at all a good deal, even though it means PlayStation players would still be able to enjoy Call of Duty titles releasing on PlayStation for almost another decade. You can check out the full statement here. Uh, quote, I hadn't intended on comment to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion, but I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into public forum. Microsoft has only offered for uh, for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. Uh, almost uh, After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on so many levels and failed to take on the impact of our gamers. Uh, we want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's, Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. So... I say Microsoft is not in the wrong because Jim Ryan is feel like, again, it's the sour grapes scenario. Like, you know, mm. Jim Ryan has definitely had some sour grapes over the last calendar year for us um, regarding different things. But especially when it comes to like live service and all that, like the future yeah. of single player, you know, it, he's putting his foot in it several times since mm -hmm. we've uh, done the show. But I, I think Phil Spencer's just like, Hey, we did this, and Jim Ryan's like, oh, this was a private agreement. I'm like, look, the everything is private until you get into, like, a court date where all those documents leak and, like, stuff gets out about plans, even if it didn't see the light of day. Stuff gets out. Ubisoft, we see Ubisoft, their stuff leaks even before they even actually reveal it. B this kind of business matter, when it involves a franchise going exclusive or not, it's going to see the light of day. It doesn't matter what was said, but... I don't know. I don't know. What What are your thoughts on that? Like, I can understand both sides. Yeah. I, it, I don't know. It just seems like tit for tat kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But, you know, if if I have an agreement and it is not in the public eye, you know, if I, if I have a business agreement and it's not in the public eye, and then the person that I've done in the agreement with brings it into the public eye, you know, not out of court, not any of those things, then it feels like I've been betrayed. It feels like I have, uh, you know, can I really trust this person fully? Yeah. Uh, that That's where it comes down to and everything. And, you know, Xbox is acting like it's being so altruistic about this if they don't put their games on sony if they don't put call of duty on there you are missing out so many players yeah playstation 4 117 million consoles playstation yeah. 5 you know i think it's like 20 30 million or something like that yeah uh you know that that's huge that's huge money you know, so yeah. it's like, do you really want to drop the ball here? Do you really want to, you know, bite the hand that feeds you? Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it just feels like petty middle school, you know, kind of, yeah. ah, well, you know what I mean? We, we had an agreement you know, it's like that sort of deal that that's how it feels uh, and, to me. And I think part of it was like, I don't, I don't think Phil Spencer was intentionally like trying to like start anything by saying this. I think he was just trying to let, the fans know it's like hey this is what we have in mind this is mm. you know at least for right now not saying that it couldn't be extended later on but he's like this is what we have on the table right now and i think jim ryan well yes like you do bring up a good point you know until something gets asked don't bring it into public perception at the same time he doesn't need i think he got it twisted you know the intention anyway yeah yeah 100 percent but let's move past the the petty quarrels the the middle school uh, back and forth. Let's get into the PlayStation quickies. So to start off, Masayasu Ito resigning as Sony Interactive Entertainment Deputy President on October 1st. PS5 Grey Camouflage Collection announced for fall. That'll be the stereo headset, um, DualSense controller, and uh, the, the plates for PS5. Uh, an interesting one. Firewall Ultra announced as PSVR 2 follow-up to Firewall Zero Hour. What remains of Edith Finch free PS5 upgrade now available for those who claimed the PS4 PS Plus version? Uh, Bungie says Destiny 2 power level could see major changes, but it would be a mammoth task. 
Uh, some Last of Us news. The Last of Us Part 1 new trophy additions revealed in wake of multiplayer not being included. And The Last of Us Part 1 fans think the game contains hints to Naughty Dog's new IP, which is set in like a fantasy setting. Um, the camouflage. What do, you, what do you feel about that, Derek? I'm not the biggest camo fan. Like the red camo sort of intrigued me a little bit when they did it mm -hmm. on PS4, but and I'm not a big camouflage person. Like, I'm glad we're getting, like, a new color scheme because, you know, Xbox does, like, new controllers, it feels like, every yeah. other week. Even though they haven't done one in a really long time, it seems like. Um, at least a regular, uh, like, color, uh, color uh, uh, controller color. Mm. But uh, Sony takes their sweet, sweet time to uh, do color changes, so I'm glad to see something new. Yeah, same, same. Welcome, Aster, to the stream. Hope you're doing well tonight. Derek, we got one leg of the race left. We got one leg of the race left, and that's the quick hits. So to start off, Multiverses confirms Gizmo from the Gremlins to join the roster. Rocket League Season 8 is out now and adds a new Rocket Pass and Sovereign Heights Arena. The Quarry Director's new game is sticking to the horror genre, targeting a 2025-2026 launch. Hogwarts Legacy Q&A reveals... Oh, wait, I already meant to take that out um because we already talked about it in an earlier article uh splitgate developer turns its attention to a new unreal engine 5 project and ends feature development for splitgate uh striking distance studios has four years of dlc planned for the callisto protocol after launch that is a long time and they better hope that game delivers uh mario kart tour is removing its controversial gotcha mechanic telltale games can't say if the wolf among us 2 will launch before the expanse in 2023 Suikoden trademark has been renewed by Konami ahead of TGS. Warhammer 40,000 Rogue Traders Combat promises to be a strategy masterclass. Assassin's Creed, Skull and Bones, and more to be featured at upcoming Ubisoft Forward. But wait, there's more Ubisoft news. Ubisoft Forward will seemingly include Assassin's Creed Infinity. Following that, Ubisoft will reportedly announce two major Assassin's Creed titles at the Ubisoft Forward. Ubisoft's new mobile shooter is reportedly a scrapped Far Cry game. Tencent invests heavily in Ubisoft's family holding company. Uh, an interesting one here, AEW Fight Forever reportedly fails to include more AEW top wrestlers. Uh, rumor, Metal Gear Solid The Twin Snakes Remaster could be in the cards. Cyber, some Cyberpunk slash CD Projekt Red news. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 New Game Plus unlikely to be included in next major update. Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty expansion out next year and is the, quote, only planned expansion for the game, says Dev. Uh, however, CD Projekt Red says it is, quote, fully committed to Cyberpunk IP even after Phantom Liberty. Uh, the Witcher is getting a lo-fi mobile spinoff called Roach Race. Uh, CD Projekt Red has, quote, more than one Witcher game in mind for the franchise's next saga. Uh, new Bioshock is reportedly set in Antarctica is bigger than the previous games and should launch by the end of 2024. State of Decay 3 is being made in Unreal Engine 5, and the Gears of War devs are assisting. Uh, Xbox Series X and S are getting a noise suppression feature. Crystal Dynamics has officially taken control of key feature franchises, including Tomb Raider and Legacy of Kane. Microsoft reveals less expensive Xbox Elite Series 2 Core Edition controller. And Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are getting a special edition Switch OLED. Mm. Why aren't they working on Gear 6? Oh, like, I am worried, like, that... I'm not saying that they would do this, but I'm worried that... Uh, the coalition is going like the or they're doing like the Activision thing where like other studios are yep. just gonna like be assisting from now on and not make games. Yeah. And that would be the worst thing ever because the coalition did such a fantastic job with Gears Five. Exactly. And that's what I was gonna say. Had Gears Five not been as successful as it was, I will think they probably went or probably would have been not the nail in the coffin, but at least for them making games it'd be a long time. Microsoft would just be like, You help don't make games for a while like just just, yeah. just watch what other people do yeah because it's not the first time we've seen the coalition pop up where they're helping yeah. uh you know and we know that it's a large studio but it's like where's gear six we haven't heard anything uh they're getting rid of the esports side of gears yeah uh, so they're slowly like 
turning the lights off on that. So where's, where's the rest of it? Um, yeah. And then lots of Assassin's Creed news, a lot of, a lot of yeah. stuff going on there. Um, do you think Mirage and infinity are, are going to be like, like, do you, I, like Mirage is going to be the next one. Do you think yeah. infinity is like the, the goal that they're shooting for? And they want to kind of cast the vision for that. Well, and supposedly like, I kind of like, I meant to, like, I didn't want to make it an article cause it wasn't enough news, but, um, supposedly like digging deep, like they're also going to go into other stuff, like other, like stuff outside of infinity. Like, Apparently they're going to make a, like a couple of Assassin's Creed after that is going to be back to the RPG elements. And it's like, why are you making Mirage that is going back? Like it's, it's so confusing. It's so Ubisoft though, but it's so confusing. Like, yeah. I don't, I think they want to just invest heavily in Assassin's Creed, but they kind of don't, they want to appeal to a broad market, but not make it their own vision. Like what they used to do. Yeah. And like, I feel like since it's like the 15 year anniversary, they poorly manage things to like give a 15 year anniversary kind of Assassin's Creed, like hoopla yeah. or whatever. So this is their answer is just kind of shovel a bunch of crap out and be like, ah, we love Assassin's Creed. Yeah, exactly. Like they've put out so, some pretty dope, like trailers in the last few days for Assassin's yeah. Creed, um, like showing like the whole history and everything, but it's like, where is the next, you know, the next entry, you know? Yeah. <coughs> and I mean, like you said, I think they want to like touch all bases. Like I think Mirage calling back to the first game is like, Oh, going back to where it all began. Let's, we want to celebrate Assassin's Creed mm -hmm. the ages at the same time. It's like, all right, are, are you appealing? Cause you could just do infinity and do it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why, why are you having to make all these separate games that appeal to different markets? Like makes me think that infinity is, they're trying to make it too grandiose and then they're having to delay it. Cause I think the last time we reported on, I think it'd be 2024, 2025 yeah. at the earliest when we would see infinity. So I think maybe they're like, Hey, maybe we can bite off more than we, than we could chew and we're gonna have to kick it down the road even further, but we're going to have these other projects lined up to quell that thirst. Like, do you think we see something like the side scroller Assassin's Creed's or, um, it was Assassin's Creed liberty it was on the psp liberation liberation no 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 um liberation was on the vita yeah the vita that's right the vita um i don't know because the liberation did come to consoles so and the and the 2.5d is weird because there was only one hit that was china the other two mm -hmm. were flops yeah. So I think two out of three bad. I think they're going to watch that, but they could make a comeback. Who knows? But I don't know. I, I feel like they could do other like types of projects, like different iterations, mm. but I don't know. I don't see that anymore. I think, I think Ubisoft is trying to get away from gimmicks right now like that. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. They, they make no sense to me. They make no sense to no. me. And then uh, the last one that I wanted to, to reiterate split gate, like they're going to continue like to have it online and like, they're going to, you know, yeah, it's going to run and everything, but it's done. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Sort of like Friday the 13th, that game had such potential. And then uh, granted it had a different set of circumstances for why it stopped doing mm. content. But when's the last time we talked about Friday the 13th? Exactly. Cause you know, predator came out the next year. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, one thing that I did like is they're going to do the next game that they're making everything is going to be based in that universe. There's going to be portals. There's a, They're going to take the ideas that they've built and the physics that they've built in Splitgate and bring yeah. it into this new game. And I loved Splitgate. It was a ton of fun. Um, you know, kind of sad that they're, you know, wrapping things up. There is going yeah. to be a free battle pass with it. Um that you can go through and everything, but yeah, it's kind of sad because I love split gate. Yep. And then I threw it to the side and I went to halo, <laughs> just threw it to the side. You know, you got to go back to your first love. Yep. 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 And 10 cent. My gosh. Coming in hot and heavy, but you know, at the same time, like Ubisoft has been ran poorly yeah for the last you know five ten years it's like maybe it's time for a change yeah 
So, something's got to change. Something got to change. But guys, you don't have to change. All you got to do is make sure you hit that like and follow button. Make sure to support us that way. Go follow us on TikTok, Nerd Cave Network over there. It's, it'll help us out. We're trying to hit a thousand. We're at eight fifty right now, and your follow could get us there. One more, one more closer, one step closer to hitting that thousand. And if you want to support us financially, you can go over to Patreon.com/slash/NerdCave, pick the tier that best fits you, and check out our podcast version that's available on all podcast services around the the sphere. The sphere, the globe. Yep, the globe. I was trying to go not globe. I'm also like really, really sleepy right now. Like yeah. it just, it was hitting me like hardcore <laughs> at the end of it. But guys, this has been Zach and Chanel Faraday. Chanel? Yep, Chanel Faraday. Chanel Faraday. Y'all have a blessed week. Bye. <laughs>